The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. Thank you for joining us. This is the last broadcast of 2017 and what an incredible year it has been for us. Very, very busy year in the world of combating human trafficking, sextortion, child pornography and social media exploitation, which is the work of me and kids. Um, I know that many of you, it's the end of the year, and all of us are being absolutely hammered with fundraisers. And before I get started into the program, I want to take this time to thank each and every one of you that has sent a donation to me and kids. We literally live on the generosity of people. All of us at me and kids have regular jobs, for what it's worth. I work with the Sheriff Department part-time, Riverside County Sheriff Department in Southern California. That's right. This is the Global Sheriff. And I need to clarify that this show comes to you from beautiful, wonderful Southern California, even if it is a bit freaky at times. Anyway, uh, and I do work uh, part time for the Riverside County Sheriff through a Department of Justice grant. And uh, Susie, who runs our media marketing place, yes, she's over at Amazon, you know, slamming out all that stuff all the time. And and we have Mona, who runs her own business. And so, you know, we have Cheryl Eckert, who has a full-time job, and Ken Kibbe. And people that volunteer for us all have full-time jobs. The good news about that is, is that we are a gold star corporation And we have that gold star uh, rating through GuideStar, and we're very, very proud of it. But what that means is that we're transparent, and when people donate, we try to get that money out to support foster kids or help women get off the street and teenagers get off the street, sometimes participate in reverse stings so that we can educate sex buyers. And, um, you know, there's a, a lot of ways we handle million kids missing kids. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all those people that have written out a check to us this year. There is still, I think, three or four more days left. Sometimes I live in a bubble and I forget when it is. But if you should want to do that, you can donate by going to www.millionkids.org. It is my desire to educate the entire world for free about human trafficking And the only way that I can do that is through your donations and my employment. So uh, we have a little partnership here. I am going to get deep into online sex advertising today. And this is going to be heavily my opinion, but I want it to be educational for you because I have been in this business for many years now and I have followed the evolution of what is going on. If you want to... uh, 
call in on this show. I understand. I see the numbers of all the callers or all the followers we have. You can do that in the U.S. at 866-472-5788. Let me give that again in case you have a pen. It's 866-472-5788. You'll call in and Aaron will patch you through. Uh, This show is broadcast on Voice America Variety Channel out of Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, Aaron is our our sound engineer and great backup. Okay, I want to get into this because I um, I'm just fascinated, and this is a work in progress. So maybe this show will be a little rough around the edges because it isn't usually I have it all set. I know exactly what I'm going to say, but I want to just kind of take you on the journey with me about online sex advertising. And it's it's a fascinating thing. I got started in this business long about 2010 in the U.S. And, you know, about 2012 is when we really started to see Backpage taking off. And I remember just being so totally disgusted, absolutely outraged. I mean, I hate melodrama. But when I saw Backpage for the first time and understood what it was about, I mean, I, you know, I'm... I'm loaded for bear, man. I'm loaded up. I'm ready to take these babies on and put them out of business. When my FBI guy took me aside and said, whoa, whoa, Opal, you're liable to do it. Don't do it. And they started to explain to me what this was all about. And so I've I've migrated in my thinking on this over the years. Um, But Backpage looks exactly like Craigslist. And, uh, or at least it used to, (laughs) that's what this show is about is how it's migrated. But when I first started, it looked exactly like Craigslist, um, and that, you know, you would go on and you would just put in backpage.com. Now, before I go any farther, let me tell you that backpage is the one that gets all the visibility, but they are not the only one doing this by any means. There are hundreds and hundreds of these kinds of sites. There might be millions. Uh, there's at least thousands, maybe tens of thousands. Some of them are way more pornographic than others. Uh, the advantage of Backpage for me was uh, that your average person could go on it without having to endure pornography. I personally choose not to look at pornography. I, do, I don't believe that it's a healthy thing. And, um, you know, I work in the anti-sex trafficking business. By the way, I'm not anti-sex. Let's make that very clear. A lot of people think that a person in this business are men haters and, you know, all against sex and like that. Absolutely not. I'm, you know, perfectly normal person until I lost my husband this year. I was married for 44 years and had a just a fantastic relationship. But I just think that looking at pornography really doesn't help anybody. And I believe it can be particularly addictive, and especially it's going to become particularly addictive as it gets into animated pornography and and um, live streaming and like that. But there are many other sites out there like Backpage. I'll give you an example of some. Uh, by the way, you can go on Facebook and plug in Facebook slash escorts, and you will see a lot of people who have their own sites on there. Of course, Craigslist did this for a long, long time. They put the heat on Craigslist, and uh, they began to back out, but then Backpage was making millions and millions of dollars, and so Craigslist kind of crept back into it until they took on Backpage again. Uh, There's something called Humanoplex. Now, that is a site that is just disgusting 
just disgusting. If you're curious and you want to look at it, you can. But I'll tell you, be prepared to vomit. Uh, it is disgusting. It, what it is is the Yelp for commercial sex. And so Johns go in, they buy commercial sex, and then they do a Yelp review of the girl. Uh, you know, you talk about superiority. <laughs> I'd invite some of those girls to review them. <laughs> How arrogant. How narcissistic. Anyway, Humaniplex is um, literally a review board. And they're not, that's not the only one. That's the most well-known. But there are many, many John review sites, and they are just flat disgusting. There are places like Adult Work, City Vibe, The Erotic Review, Adult Search, Naughty Review, Sipsack, Eki, Trick, Trick Advisory. I mean, these go on and on and on. And so there are many, many sites. But Backpage became famous because they were the least pornographic and the most widely used. And so just let me kind of, first of all, give you some historical perspective of what's taking place here. The The purpose of this show is to show you how this has migrated and the impact of standing against these people. And I want you to understand we're on a journey. Nobody's won anything. This is a work in progress that is taking place here. But what would happen is that Backpage originally had something called escorts. And uh, it was under their adult services group. Now, they have still body rubs. And, uh, you know, this looks like Craigslist. You have an adult section, body rubs. Uh, I can't even read, read all of these that you have here. Um, well, T stands for transgender, for what it's worth. Uh, phone and websites, um, mail escorts, adult jobs, um, like that. I mean, it was thinly veiled. And it was under escorts. And nobody believed for a second that they were looking for a position where they went out to dinner and, you know, your date bought you dinner and you just were like arm candy and looking good. And they just wanted to have a, a uh, companion for the night. Nobody had any any uh, preconceived notions about what was going on here. Well, so... You know, when you get into um, these other sites, they don't mess around. They don't even call it escort. I mean, it's just flat. You see the real deal, people having sex and and um, having some very interesting kinds of situations going on there. And and so Backpage was different in that it, it kind of masqueraded as a escort service. They actually had ad lingo that you would want to learn, things like I'm 420 friendly, which means they smoke marijuana, or no BB, no bareback. That's meaning uh, they won't have sex without a condom. Uh, they do in-call only. That's indicating that that's some sort of brothel that they're probably operating out of. New, young, fresh, tender, all that would tell you that they're under 18, whether you're talking male or female. Uh, no protection, uh, you know, uh, meaning that they will go bareback. Rear parking, well, you can make up your own ideas of what that's about. The GFE, the girlfriend experience, means that there's something of an emotional bond between the buyer and the seller. That it isn't just, uh, you know, like that uh, BFE, boyfriend experience, same as the above. Um, many of them showed their hours 24-7. I mean, you know, uh, I always 
say that's that's a clear indication right now you're talking about commercial sexual exploitation because I don't know anybody who'd mop the floor from 7 a.m. to midnight, let alone have sex with a new stranger every hour. So that lets you know right off the bat that they're being controlled by somebody and that, in fact, this isn't an escort where they're going out to dinner. Well, this first section sure went really, really quick, and I really want to get deep into the next part, so bear with me. We're up against a break, and we will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are deep in the conversation about Backpage this morning and uh, commercial sexual ex- uh, sites where, where people are being exploited. You can call into the show at one 472 If you're shy and you don't want to be on the air, you can email me at opal, O-P-A-L, at me and kids. And by the way, we were talking about this is the year-end show. I know that these shows are archived and people listen to them for months. We are running a donation special right now, and I do want to say that even if you're listening to this in April of 2018, 
seen. If you will, when you donate, make a note to me uh, that this the New Year's special. I'll still honor it. What we're doing, because I'm a lousy fundraiser, and that's the only way we can keep all this going is if people donate. Uh, what we're doing is, um, you know, inconsistent with our mission. If you donate $50, we will send you a free seduced book, The Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. If you donate 200 we will also donate five books to either a foster home, uh, foster parents, uh, grandparents raising grandkids, or group home, or uh, you know, youth that are in transition, independent living youth, and we will get the books out in your name and my name, or not my name, Million Kids' name. There's a lot more to Million Kids than me. Anyway, uh, and we'd be glad to do that even if it's past 2000 and the midnight 2017. So just put on there if you make a donation. This is the New Year's special, and we will still do that. So we're talking about the history of Backpage and how it's changing, because this is really fascinating stuff. This this is the kind of thing that really, you know, cranks me up and gets me going, because it is an interesting thing to see the progression of activism and how we're able to make an impact. So setting the stage, this looked like, uh, literally looked like Craigslist. They had an escort site. It was, um, and, and uh, you know, you would go on, you would see the ads. The ads were very explicit. It was obvious that they weren't going to go out to dinner, that they were actually selling commercial sex. So what happened is, is that uh, the first thing that happened is activists took on Backpage because they were selling these ads using MasterCharge and Visa. And they so they said to themselves, we'll put them out of business. We will go to MasterCharge and Visa and take away their credit card capability. And they did. They did that about, I want to say, a year and a half ago. could be even two years ago. That didn't put them out of business. Backpage is not going to go out of business voluntarily, let me tell you that. In fact, we already know they've opened up two sites offshore. You see, the reason why the FBI took me aside when I was first going to take on Backpage and put them out of business was they said, wait a minute, Backpage is vile. We get it. It is the electronic auctioning of people's bodies, and sometimes they're minors. And that is disgusting and against everything I stand for. However, I agree with FBI. As long as Backpage had that out there, then I could help, I and Susie and Mona and all the people that do it, we could help parents find their missing children. And so one of the services that when people donate to Million Kids is we operate Million Kids Missing Kids. We, we are contacted. The police tells the parent that the kid is missing. The parent contacts us. We make up a, a poster and we send it out to tens and tens of thousands of people. And we do that as quick as we can because we know that one out of five kids who run away will be victims of sex trafficking in the first 48 hours. So we want to get those flyers out there the minute they go missing, not lose any time and do that. And so, you know, one of the services that we would provide is when we had a missing child, I especially uh, would spend time on Backpage going through, and I know some tricks on how to do it, and, and began to look for this girl on Backpage to see if we can see what city that they might be in, okay? 
And we can actually find sometimes the girl being advertised on Backpage. Several cases, the girls were located and rescued because we could find them because they were being advertised in various cities. And we knew how to do the looking. And I did that as a service because I don't believe any parent should have to troll through a prostitution site to find their missing daughter or son, but usually daughter. And so as long as Backpage was out there, we could do that. We could find them and we could run reverse stings. And Million Kids, it supports the Sheriff Department in their work of doing reverse stings. And you're starting to see a lot more of that take place. And that is, by the way, why I have my local radio show is to educate sex buyers that the the sheriff department is doing reverse stings. So if you're going to go out there and go on one of these sites, you better be prepared to know the sheriff department's doing, you know, to catch a predator. And once we catch you, you will be on my Facebook page and you will be in the newspaper and you will be famous. And we do that to discourage sex buying. So there were some advantages to this vile act of Backpage putting out these ads. I'm not justifying it. I'm telling you the reality was, if they were out there anyway, could we use it to be able to rescue girls and stop sex buying? And yes, we did that for a very long time, and it worked quite effectively. But what happened is, is that we then activists went in and took out... Uh, and, and took away and put enough pressure on Ma- on uh, MasterCard and Visa to cancel the ability for Backpage to offer their ads by MasterCard Visa, believing it would take them out of business. Well, it did not. What they did is Backpage simply went to Bitcoins. And that's a challenge because Bitcoins are non traceable. They're anonymous. It is cryptocurrency. I've done other shows on cryptocurrency. Besides that, who has Bitcoin accounts? Kids. Kids, because you use them for video games. So what happened was it was pressuring the victim into using their own Bitcoin account in there to buy the ads. So more and more of the ads were bought by minors using Bitcoin accounts. And so that was another challenge because you can't get a search warrant and find out. You can't track the money. You know, a lot of times you come on our Million Kids Facebook page and say, he only got four years. Why four years? He needed to get 30 years. Well, he did. But, you know, it is getting harder and harder to get these cases because a lot of this activism, you know, is meant well, but has taken away and made this more difficult. Now that Backpage only takes Bitcoin, We can't get a search warrant. If you can't get a search warrant, you can't track the money. If you can't track the money and you have a victim who will not testify or who will not cooperate, who will defend her predator, that case gets harder and harder to do. And so when we lost the ability to track Master Charge Visa, that became more difficult. So then what happened is that Congress decided to take this on. And in fact, last year, in the middle of the year, I was cracking up because you would see these congressmen, you know, guys down there on the Congress floor, and they're crowing about how they put Backpage out of business. That just told me how little they understood what was going on and that they really had not educated themselves on the subject. And so that is really driving me on to educate my congressmen and my assemblymen to understand so they're not one of these people down there 
pretending the problem is solved when, in fact, it isn't even close. What they were saying was that they had put Backpage out of business. And even for one night, I fell for it until the guys at the task force straightened me up. They did not put them out of business. What they did is they Backpage then eliminated the escort section of Backpage. But they simply moved that up to the dating site. And now the very same ads that were under escorts are under women dating men. So that didn't go away at all. Okay, they just changed the category in which it was posted. So if you hear your congressman crowing on about how they put Backpage out of business, you know your congressman doesn't have a clue about the reality of what's happening. So then for a little while, we were doing this thing where we had all of these ads under Backpage, under dating, women dating men. And in those cases, the ads looked exactly like like, uh, Craigslist. And in those cases, what would happen is that this would, um, uh, in fact, I believe this is in the promotion. If you want to see what this looked like before, it's in the promotion of today's site. What was happening there is it looked just like Craigslist, only they had all of these um, uh Mojis on there, you know, uh, lips and hearts and, you know, different kinds of, um, of images on there. And they would write out the letters to the uh, telephone number and they would write out um, the letters to things that were going on. And, and so it was difficult then to get an algorithm to track that. So, you know, this went on for quite a long time. Now, they're still alive and well, but what has happened is Thorne, which is Ashton Kushner, and hats off to Ashton Kushner. I mean, here is a movie star who puts his money where his mouth is and puts his heart where his, and soul on the line at the risk of being considered, you know, approved maybe. But I admire Ashton Kushner. He has assembled a lot of people. He's got a lot of visibility to this. And they assembled a lot of, of technical people who invested millions of dollars to create a algorithm to go through those back page ads. In other words, they would begin to look for the the emojis, the the wording, the photographs, uh, and they would go through and create algorithms that recognized them and began to profile which ones would be the most likely candidates and also which ones were being advertised on multiple sites. Now, you and I are saying, are you serious? They advertise these girls on multiple sites. You can't be two places at once. You know, after I trained up in Alaska with the state troopers there, I came home and I started following the back page ads from Los Angeles to Reading to Seattle to to Anchorage because they had all the same gangs and the groups up there that we have here. And it was fascinating because the photos of the girls were in all four cities simultaneously. So, you know, when you're ordering up that girl, you're not getting that girl. And in fact, what you're having is rings that will send out some girl that's not even close to that girl. You see, there's no, you know, uh, what, uh, honesty and advertising, you know, kind of thing on Backpage. Just because you think you're ordering a girl doesn't mean you're getting that girl. By the way, we have that problem in reverse stings. You're thinking you're going to get a very young girl and they send out somebody who's 32, And it happens that way. So 
So what happened is that NGOs like Thorn got busy and started creating technology that would create algorithms to go after Backpage. And they were doing that to be able to identify similarities and also large-scale rings. And it was helping a lot. They donated that to the police departments, at least to many sheriff departments, and we were making progress until recently. And Backpage ain't going to take this setting down, folks. They made a major change recently. I'm about to tell you about it. We're up against a break. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Well, hello, and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am your host, and today we are exploring the evolution of what is happening in commercial sex advertising. And we are talking specifically about the changes that are going on in Backpage because they are like the poster child across the United States for um, setting up uh, commercial sexual 
services, if you will, where you can connect for these kinds of things. Now, as I was saying, they're not the only one, but they're the one that is everybody is targeting, that is getting all the visibility in Congress, and they're trying to put them out of business. I have said for a long time, as I've watched this, I don't believe you will ever put them out of business. And if you do, there are hundreds, probably thousands more of them uh, that you might frighten, but you're probably not going to put them out of business. Now, I'm not suggesting we shouldn't fight the fight because it does force change. The fact that Ashton Kushner was willing to take on Backpage is admirable because they wouldn't, they weren't going to change without somebody giving them, you know, more than a nudge, more like a kick in the butt, okay? <laughs> but I'm I'm proud of Ashton Kushner for using his money to do that. I would have done it myself, but I don't have any money. So, <laughs> but I'm proud that Ashton Kushner did it. So we're talking about how it evolved. What happened is it looked like Craigslist, and it had a move from escorts to dating, women dating men. And what you would see is it would look like a, a Craigslist. And I believe that on our promotion, it showed the old style back page. It would be line after line. It would show numbers, telephone numbers. It would have uh, statements on it. They would have a lot of little uh, figures on it, uh, um, emojis kind of thing on it. it. They would write out the letter so that you couldn't run an algorithm. But Ashton Kushner, and which is Thorne, invested in this, and they developed, uh, working with technology companies, they developed algorithms where you could begin to find out what ads were in multiple cities, um, you know, what girls were being offered where, because they would, they literally would place the same ad in multiple cities, but send out different girls, um, which has been going on for a long time, which is another one of the reasons why it's hard to run these reverse stings is you're trying to get the very young girl and and you'll be in a hotel room doing an undercover sting and they'll send a 32-year-old out and you have to go through several dates before you get down to the younger girl. Anyway, so they created these algorithms, and they were making progress. They were they were uh, giving these to law enforcement, and they were running these ads. Okay, at the same time, Congress was putting the heat on them to try to find ways to get Backpage out of business. And right now, there are some lawsuits going on uh, trying to get Backpage uh, at least to have to pay a lot of money. Backpage's position on this, now I understand this is going to make you chuckle, but it's okay. Their legal position is they're not selling sex. They are selling ads, and they have no idea the quality or the description of the product being delivered. Their legal position is is that we sell ads. We we get we don't get involved in it. We're not responsible. We don't promote it like that. We simply sell ad space. Okay, and so what was happening here is that that. Um, we were starting to see some progress on this because of the technology that Ashton Kushner's Thorn organization was donating, and it, and it was getting a little bit better. Congress is putting the heat on them. They're, now they're being sued by some victims that were advertised on Backpage saying, look, you are responsible for my uh, exploitation, my, val- vi- my uh, violation. Uh, because you allowed someone to advertise me on your site, and so therefore you're complicit. 
Now, Backpage is back to saying we're not complicit. You know, it, it's no different than someone selling a refrigerator that's defective. You know, we do not stand by the quality of what's being advertised. We're simply in the ad business. And, you know, they've kind of fought this back and forth. Um, you know, they've arrested the the uh, the uh, president and CEO of Backpage for pimping, but that got thrown out. There's been a lot of efforts to take them out. In the meantime, they have already opened up offshore, so that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. So apparently they're making some headway now because what I noticed here recently is that Backpage changed, and that's what I want to really share with you today is that instead of having all these ads out there, all of a sudden I look on there and there are no little emojis, there are no numbers, it's just simply a telephone number and a location. So, you know, I'm sure that Backpage's position now is going to be simply that we're like white pages. We're no different than white pages. If you're going to arrest us, arrest white pages because people advertise for escort services and white pages and all we have on there is telephone numbers and, and uh, location. So now, if you look at Backpage, all you, now you will see some ads over on the side, okay, that people are buying. But you can also tell that the sex sellers are in a state of flux and not quite sure how to do this. It was fascinating because as I prepared for the show, I have come to understand. Now, I live in Riverside County. I am, let's say, 60 miles from Los Angeles. I'm kind of a suburb, if you will, but we go all the way to the Arizona border, so we're very large county, 7,200 square miles. I, I think we're the second largest county in the United States. So we have big, diverse county. Now, yesterday, there were 51 ads for the Inland Empire. That's our section here. 51 ads in Backpage. Now, all they were was 51 phone numbers showing where they were um, advertising from. Today, there are 53. So, I was figuring that up, um, you know, trying to get my hands around how big this is. And how important this is. And that, that comes to about between sixteen and 18,000 ads a year. Okay. And uh, I saw some uh, behind-the-scenes statistics that kind of indicated there could be as many as eight dates per ad. So, you know, that's nearly 100,000 dates right there. 100,000 sex acts. Um, or at least uh, commercial transactions for commercial sex. So this is not a small matter that we're taking on. But what we're seeing now is there's only phone numbers. And this caught my eye because I have been predicting this for quite some time, which is why I'm all excited about it, wanting to share it with your show, with this show. So what I did this morning is I pulled up all the back page ads in my county and I began to itemize them and you see what is happening is they only have the phone number on there and then it'll say Riverside now not one of these phone numbers have a 951 area code on them by the way well let me take that back there's one okay there's one out of all of them that are in my area so that tells you right off the bat they're using throwaway phones from out of the area, what we call a burner phone. And so they give you this phone number, and uh, when you click on the link, what they're doing is they give you the phone number, and then they have a link there, and they are linking you to their own sites. And I have been saying this for a long time, that Backpage will simply become a lead generation program 
as opposed to actually uh, being there where you can connect up and like that. And I've said that because as as we get into encrypted messaging, and in many of you that hear me speak, uh, I often talk about that. In the last six months, we now have encrypted messaging, encrypted chat rooms, we had disappearing video, and of course, we have the dark web. And I have been saying for a long time that ultimately, Backpage will only lead you to another site where they do their own transactions. And they get away from Backpage. And so that is exactly what is happening here is all the things that I have predicted for a long time are coming true. And I guess I'm gloating here, forgive me. But, you know, I live and breathe in this world about 70 hours a week. And uh, when I've seen this projection coming, um, many of you have heard me say that I believe that cyber sex on demand or interactive pornography will be the greatest crime in the world. By 2020, and I am in the process of writing a new book about that very subject. So, so what I did here is I began to go on all of the phone numbers that are now appearing in my county. And in the next section, I really want to get into it. But what I found was that, if, for instance, I'll, I'll just go through them, the, the group that I laid out here. Each of these phone numbers led to another link. Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, Snapchat, Instagram, 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 Instagram. So you see what's happening is they're using Backpage for lead generation, and then they put their link to their other site. And it won't be long till that will go to a link that is an encrypted link. Now, these people don't know what they're doing yet. This is new. In fact, I saw one girl here in Riverside, and I am going to contact my task force next, who happened to link it to her own personal Facebook page that had her children's pictures on it. Hello. Had her husband's picture on it. Hello. These kids don't know what they're doing yet. And so everybody is in a transaction and and transition in this, and we will be getting hold of her and saying, you know, you are endangering your child by connecting your escort ad to your personal Facebook with your child's name on it. But that aside, what we are seeing now is a transition, a transition from regular ads where you know, we were people like Thorne invested millions of dollars and hats off to them. They forced Backpage to change. They, they weren't able to put them out of business, but they forced them to change. And so what they're doing now is simply putting out a phone number. They're putting a link on the side. They may have an ad or two. They actually, and some of them have like a, a, five-second video on there, a live-streamed kind of thing uh, on some of them. But for the most part, what they're doing is using Backpage to drive them to their own personal website. And so what I'm going to do next in the next segment here is we're going to go through some of the ads today to show you how this works, okay? So this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. These shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. I hope you will share them with everyone you know. Please, we appreciate each and every one of you that support this work. We're up against a break, folks. We're going to be right back. Stay with us. 
stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. I appreciate each and every one of you that share this show. This show is broadcast every Thursday, but it is archived at ExploitedCrimes.com. Now, this show is brought to you by Million Kids, as most of you know, and I would appreciate it if you don't already to follow Million Kids on Facebook. We often post three and four and five news stories a day on there, and the purpose of posting those stories is not to just go, oh, yuck, this is awful. It is. Much of this is really bad when you see what is happening, but the idea of it is, is that for nearly 10 years now, I have been doing research on this subject. I look at it from a standpoint of what can I learn about the predator? What can I learn about the victim? And what can I learn about the perpetrator? And what can we do differently so we can say never again should another child be violated? I have yet to meet, especially a young person that got caught up in this, that understood the path they were going down and that they would ever ever imagine themselves being advertised on a site like Backpage. And so part of why I train other people and why I do what I do is so that we can find ways to stop it. And that is what this particular show is all about, is there have been a real effort for a long time by a large number of people to figure out what to do about Backpage. On the one hand, as long as they were up, we could find missing kids. On the other hand, they are selling children and they are selling especially adult women to be abused. By the way, they also do that with gays and with men, you know, and, and you know, the women get all the visibility, but some of these gay sites are especially uh, sad about how abusive they are. You know, I I have no, I'm not a homophobic, okay? I have no 
consideration one way or the other. It isn't part of my life, but I respect the fact that it's part of other people's life. But no human being ought to be sexually exploited. I don't care what your preferences are. That, you know, you ha- people have a right to dignity and nobody should become a victim of sexual exploitation. And so these sites are literally setting it up so that they can sell, so that bad people can advertise and sell other people. So here's what I found is the back page changed. They took out all the all the regular ads. They only put in a phone number and they now link you to another site. And I began to look at all the links in there. And it is a fascinating thing. Now, I'm going to tell you, these people are new at this also. And they're trying to figure it out. I looked at one site that took you to Twitter that had her pimp's picture on it. So I'm not sure why, if you're looking to have sex with her, you would want to just have the pimp's picture. But that tells me the pimp doesn't understand Twitter yet and how this all works. I saw some sites on Instagram there. One of them had 1,143 followers. And I'm thinking, is that a good thing if you're looking to have sex on a, on a, um, with an escort, if that's what you want to say, or commercial sex? Are you going to you know, be attracted to someone that has 1,143 followers? Um, not sure how that works. As I had said earlier, one of them went to her personal Facebook page, which had her children's picture on it. And I'm going to be all over that when I get off the air. Uh, many of these have Facebook sites that where they're conducting their own business and Snapchat. Now, what is happening here is that ultimately these are going to be taken to sites where they'll have encrypted messaging uh, or disappearing video. And so it will be hard to get search warrants for it, and that's exactly where they're headed on this. However, I also believe that it has been worth the fight to get them, to force them to take it this far. Now, I'm going to tell you that I believe that all of this is important in our effort to take this on, because what I what I really believe is happening here is that you're seeing a migration of this where you know we are we are making a difference and but having said that i also believe that you're about to see a major transition in the commercial sexual exploitation business if you will and i have been saying this for some time i'm in the process of writing my next book at it i believe that cybersex on demand or what i call interactive pornography will in fact be the greatest crime ever by 2020. And I believe this activity of Backpage is leading us to that. Because what will happen there is now you will be able to go on Instagram, hook up with her personally, and then you will develop your back, your Bitcoin account and you may go out and have sex with her. But then what will actually happen is you'll start to see interactive pornography. You will start to see men and women who are put into warehouses all around the world. And this is important, folks. This is why I want to build a global reporting and education network. Because as third world countries come online, I believe that you will see men and women and children all over the world trapped in warehouses, forced to have sex acts in front of webcams, 
It is paid on Bitcoin. It is advertised in encrypted messaging or these disappearing videos, just like the transition that you're seeing right here. What this is leading to, and the reason I got so excited about seeing it is I have been predicting it for a long time. I don't approve of it. I don't like it. But, you know, we have to get ahead of the technology curve. We have to get people who will donate to make this to get ahead of this because what is about to happen here is these people are going to be forced into doing sex acts in front of webcams it's built on bitcoins and it will be absolutely non-traceable and you know think about this we just saw this recently in out of germany there were there were 50 guys who did a pay-per-view site where they talked to each other, watched a small child be violated. Each of them paid $7,500, and that cartel billed $350,000 in 10 minutes, and they never delivered a gun or a drug. And in 10 minutes, it was over. 50 people came together, and they all found it by going to these clandestine sites meeting up, hooking up, and then they go to the dark web, come together, and they do this cyber sex on demand. I believe, as cartels understand, they can build 350000 or half a million or even $200,000 in 10 minutes without delivering a gun or a drug, and law enforcement cannot get a search warrant for it. You can't trace it because it's done in Bitcoin, and it's in disappearing video. It is live stream that is not freeze-framed, or it is an encrypted messaging, and it's going to be more and more challenging. Folks, I so much appreciate each and every one of you who come together and follow this show and understand this. This is tough, tough business. And if you're still listening to me, you're a warrior or you wouldn't be here. I'm asking you to come along with me. I want to build a global reporting network and a global education network where people can send their solicitation off to a master location and that we can find that victim out there. In all of these rings, we may see as many as 5,000 victims, but only 100 of them are, are found. Please come along with me on this journey. My name is Opal Singleton. You can reach me by emailing me at opal at millionkids.org, O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Follow us on Facebook, and thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you who sent us a donation. You can do that by going to www.meandkids.org and hit that little donate button. Folks, we cannot do this without you. We are a small but mighty organization. There are a lot of us, and none of us are employed full time, but we do this because I've been doing it for years, and I believe we must take this on to save our precious children and our precious adults. Nobody ought to be sexually exploited. You're an amazing group of people out there. Thank you for following us. We will see you next week. Have a great week and happy 2018. See you next year. Have a great year. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. We'll be right back. 